Hello, and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a Seventh Heaven podcast. We are your co-hosts, Lady J. And T. T. <laughs> how are you? I'm great. I don't know how it came out that way, but it did. That's your Kermit voice. Okay. Okay. No, that, no that's your Stitch voice. That's my Stitch voice. I know your voices. Because you know me so well. I know. <laughs> that's That that voice reminded me of um, Glinda in Wicked, <gasps> when she's like... Um, when when she's gonna do the makeover or whatever and Elphaba's yeah. like, You really don't have to do that and she goes, I know. That's what makes me so nice. <laughs> God, I wanna rewatch that. Oh, it's so the best. It's like such a fucking good musical. Yeah. If you didn't cry, something's wrong with you. Dude, so many tears. <laughs> All of the tears. In the world. Hmm? How long can I keep that going? No I'm kidding. Um should we just get into it? Uh, y'all. Okay. This is episode 609, Mm -hmm. titled Something. (laughs) Lost. Lost. I'm lost. That's right. (laughs) No, it is. It's titled Lost. Thank you. You did a good. Honestly, I kind of like how that just, like, yeah, that worked. Right. It did. Can I just say also, side note, total sidebar, approach the bench. I love your sweater. (laughs) Guys, listeners, she's wearing this like badass like turtleneck slash kind of a hoodie, but not with like the strings, like super awesome ribbed maroon, but like Heather maroon. And (laughs) you get thumb holes. Oh my God, thumb holes. It's so great. And you can find this beautiful uh, sweater at Costco. And we just became a QVC commercial. (laughs) Uh, It's very nice. It's nice and stretchy, but I recommend you not trying it all the way and let it dry air dry and folks get on it now because there's because this price point won't last <laughs> yeah and i mean let's let's be real costco runs out of shit like real quick oh my god like the turnover in that place is insane I know. how do they do it i don't know let's not get into the economics of costco right now Best are there store. parts of the country that don't have costco's i never thought about that I never thought about I don't that. know if Costco's like a nationwide chain. Isn't it though? You would think. But like, is it similar to how there was no Walmart in Los Angeles for years? You know what uh, I mean? No, May, I, know? I know. I ugh, Costco has to be nationwide. Right? Only because like when it comes to, let's say, I, let's say I'm making wine mm-hmm. and I'm just getting out into the market. And mm-hmm. let's say I want to sell my product to Costco. Mm you would first go to the smaller markets or like the smaller Costco's. Okay, right. Around. Where the, like the risk is less yeah. great and or see whatever. if you're successful there mm. and then they bring you out to the big oh, guys. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Nice. Well, this has been the Costco Corner. All right. Let's get back into the episode. Lost. <laughs> the Amazon Prime spoilie for this episode is Robbie finds a connection to his girlfriend, Joy's missing brother. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Because, okay, so after I finished watching this episode, mm-hmm. I was thinking about the spoilie and I still, and I told myself, don't read it. Mm. Wait until Lady J reads this. Oh, right. Because I do it so well. But, but <laughs> besides, you know, my dulcet so well, tones. Like, you know, besides that, um, I was also thinking about if this gives away everything. Mm-hmm. What was the point in this episode? Like, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Th- yeah. That spoily really shouldn't be there. I agree. That, it just shouldn't. I that's agree. All. That's all. Especially because arguably that storyline is the only one that has any like consequence or weight yeah. in the big picture of it all. Mm-hmm. Like nothing else that's happening in this episode really matters in the scheme of things. Yeah. Like the characters don't change from beginning to end no they they're in the same place as they were when they started like not you know like it's all dumb yep and like yeah it's just dumb i don't know all right so why don't we start at the beginning because it's it's funny right it's a it's another classic like ruthie being a shitster instigator moment dude so she was on one in this episode. She was on five in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> like what? I mean, the levels this love, this chick plays on. Like, I, know. I mean, where does she get this from? And with everybody, with Annie, with Mary, that's like, what I'm saying. Like, 
how like she's a master manipulator yeah which is hilarious well you know what though eric is too in different ways yeah. but in you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. you're like, right you're right like it must be like genetic or like in the water or Clearly. something because yeah i mean okay let's just get into it so she uh, ruthie lucy and mary are in their their attic room or whatever mm-hmm. and um ruthie convinces them to let annie and eric set them up with boyfriends or whatever so weird yeah because it's not just dates like they're they're they want to find guys that they're going to eventually marry or whatever okay all right hold on all right holding holding would you ever let your parents do that i can't I had actually weirdly mixed feelings, though, about how all this goes down, particularly Eric's response, because it felt like I I wouldn't say that this was like what they were trying to do. But the unintended consequence of Eric's response to them approaching him and being like, find his husbands was like the complete shitting on the concept of arranged marriage, which a lot of the Eastern world or whatever, like participates in. Mm -hmm. He flat out is like, that's crazy. You guys are insane. What the fuck are you thinking? I know. And I was just like, Oh my God, what must people be thinking who are in arranged marriages or where that's your cultural norm or whatever, like way to alienate like a significant population of the world. Seventh heaven. I just, Okay. Well, how about this? Not if you would ever let your parents, because I know I never, I definitely wouldn't. I mean, that's a given. Yeah. (laughs) But do you think they would know what you're looking for? Oh God, no. Okay. Actually, I mean, oh fuck. It's, it's terrible to say that because I do believe that, that my parents or maybe not just my parents or like specifically my parents, but I do believe that like my family knows me really yeah. well i would argue maybe better than i know myself in it to to a degree you know yeah. like certain yeah, yeah. aspects of my personality or whatever that like i'm blind to because mm-hmm. it's so part of who i am or whatever yeah. that they could like call out like immediately and go like you're like this and and, and if i looked at myself i'd be like damn you're right <laughs> you know <laughs> but i don't think that my parents specifically could like could like be in the world and go that's the kind of guy my girl my daughter should be wants or should be with or like would be compatible with yeah i can't fathom that like i can't wrap my head around that really being a thing that ever happens in my life mm-hmm. okay that being said though and i would be curious to get your answer but i will say this like i i do wonder what it is like you know that that whole thing of like when you do find the guy you want to marry whatever right Mm -hmm. and then like you like bring him home to meet your parents like i would hope that my parents would see what i see in him oh yeah which in a way is kind of like them looking at the guy and going that's who my daughter should be with you know what i mean so it is kind of like a tricky thing i don't know yeah what's your answer to your question um I don't I think my mom probably has a better understanding of what it is that I would want. Mm-hmm. I, I really think so. My dad, I don't I don't know about my dad. Um he and I have had conversations about like actually like I mean this was a long time ago, but we talked about like in general just couples or people just trying to find someone. Mm-hmm. And my dad would always say and he hasn't said this in a while, but he did. He's like I don't know. I feel I feel bad for your generation. And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, it's just hard to find good people. Mm. That's all he said. And I was and I was like, fuck, he's right. You know, it is interesting that I believe that that's true. I do believe it's harder to find good people these days. Mm -hmm. But yet, like people are hooking up and getting married all the fucking time. You know what I mean? It's not it's not like I mean, certainly statistically or whatever for people in our age group, the the statistic of like how many of us are married is less than it was say 40 or however many years ago or whatever. But like, but it's not like no one's getting married. You know what I mean? So people are finding people to marry. It's true. Or at the very least be with for a significant period of time. You know, I just, I I don't don't know. know. I just think my mom probably has a better um, grasp on what it is that I like. Yeah. But my mom is also awesome in the sense that, like, she 
people have tried to recommend for me to meet someone and mm-hmm. my mom's like no she's not interested <laughs> like like my mom just shuts it down because she knows like if someone tried to pull that shit with me she knows i'm not for it mm-hmm. or like there once we got invited to someone's house and uh my mom oh, no. got, my mom had the inkling it was for me so Ugh. my mom said she looked at me she said tell them you're busy <laughs> make up something your mom's the greatest because <laughs> she knows i don't like it yeah and and so you know they're like oh you should come over and blah blah, blah. i was like oh thank you so much and they, i was like oh what night and then they mentioned i was like oh well i have this in this scheduled i can't and mm-hmm. whatever and then i would avoid the, that conversation just like leave the house yeah so but my mom was awesome and that's, like that's yeah. really great yeah, no, actually, I, I mean, this doesn't happen. Or what you just described of like someone like inviting me over as like a setup or whatever has never happened. And I would argue like might never happen in in the circle that my family runs in. You know yeah. what I mean? Like with family, friends and stuff. But I don't think my mom would be like having my back in that moment. I think she'd be the type to be like, go check it out. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like what do you have to lose? <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny yeah well i mean both i mean that's awesome too because like your mom's like just go try it Who knows? i mean yeah she's not she, i don't think well i i say i don't but like there's there's definitely times or there have been in the recent past where she's like done the whole like guilt trip thing of like oh when am i gonna have grandkids you know that kind of shit or like when yeah. are you gonna find somebody that kind of stuff but she understands like she and I have had like long conversations about this where we've like it's it's ended in like screaming matches but then weirdly enough when we traveled to Italy together last fall like we had like an eight-hour dinner on our last night in Rome and like we just like started talking about everything and it was that conversation that I think finally solidified in her mind my stance on relationships or at least for me to have a relationship at this point in time which is to say like it's not something I'm looking for actively and it's not something I'm pursuing actively. I'm not not open to like meeting somebody and like pursuing a relationship should it come my way. But it's not something like it's not top of mind. It's not my sole pursuit in life. I've got a lot of shit going on like with work and Mm -hmm. this podcast and my friends and people that I love and that I want to spend time with that like I don't it's not my, it's not like my thing right now to like be in a relationship, you know? And she finally understood that. And, and since then, like that shit of like that guilt trip shit has like dropped off completely. Like, Mm -hmm. like now we'll be at like dinner with my aunts and my cousins and stuff who, cause I have like two girl cousins who are like, we're all in the same age group, you know? And like, and like our moms would get together and start like, you know, like chit chatting in the back about like, when are they going to get boyfriends or whatever, you know? And like that has stopped significantly since then. Like, I think she understands that it's not that I'm like closing myself off from the world. It's just that like, it's just not, I don't know. I I mean, it's, it sounds so simple just to say it's not what I'm looking for now, but that's really it. Like it's, it's you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not, not wanting it. I'm just not looking for it. Yeah. You know, I know. I don't know that. That was what I would say. Right. I mean, I remember saying that a lot. Everyone's like, why aren't you dating? I'm like, what? I know. I hate that question. Yeah. Why aren't you dating? Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? I was like, one, I'm busy. Two, I, I, I'm out all the time and I'm having a great time with all my friends. Like, like what even, que- like, what kind of question is that? Because what they're really asking is like, why are you sitting at home all day doing nothing? And it's is, like, I'm not yeah. at all. Yeah. So you can take that judgmentalness and get the fuck out of my face. I know. I, I know. hate that question. Why Same. aren't you dating? It's such a like condescending, like patronizing yeah. stance to take with someone. Like, but like, I know, but it, it's half the time you always want to give them an answer. Like, first of all, I'm not the casual, not, not the casual, that, that, that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm not the, the dater of the times. Like there was, hmm. I, people are on Tinder, people are on oh, Bumble that, yeah, and yeah, yeah, no. uh, like, I know you want me to sit there and make a profile. There's nothing wrong with that. No, but, no, no, no. But like, I mean, I'm, I've done it. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not shitting on it. I'm just I, saying, like, mm. like I've just, I've never, I've just never done that. And 
I don't know. After a while, I, I a friend of mine had um, had a Tinder account, and I was on there um, on her page, and I was just trying to understand how it works. Mm-hmm. And I remember just swiping, and I'm like, <laughs> I think I'm getting bad karma, and it's not even my page. <laughs> You're but, all left, left, yeah, left, left. Like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is even mine. Like. <laughs> I feel like these are the guys I'm not interested in. Like, I don't know what she's interested in. I know, right? But I, I don't know. It's just, I, I'm, I wasn't of the time, like, in that sense. Like, I don't, I, I don't know what the fuck dating is. Mm-hmm. Really, I don't. I don't really either. I mean, yeah, you're right. Like, what is it? I, I don't know, fuck. I, I don't fucking don't know. You know, you know what I would love? You know what the perfect date is for me? Like Lucy's date. Oh, well, I mean, no, that's that's something that someone you love that yeah, loves yeah. you gives you when it's like solid, like we're in love with each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Like marry me yesterday. But I like just for like a date, like if, if I were to go on a Tinder date, right, what I would hope in the person I'm dating is all I like. The only thing I can bond with anyone about is like TV and movies and music. Yeah. So I would just love to like go for coffee with a random stranger and be like, so what TV do you watch? But like that is like the worst, right? Like no one's going to date you again after you have a conversation for two hours about TV. <laughs> like, I'm, Well, yeah, because you're I know because at that point you're like, oh, we're friends. Well, forget friends, but it's also like which is the best show ever. But like <laughs> <laughs> but like like, you know, you're not. You're not, I which I don't even know if that's the point of dating, but you're not really like connecting about anything. Yeah. Is that the point of going on a first Tinder date? I don't fucking know. I know nothing. I know nothing. It's the worst. I don't know. Whatever. I, you know who's not questioning anything and you know who's super sure that they want to get married and have babies? Mary and Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> they really are. Oh my God. So they go to Eric and he's like, no, GTFO. And then, meanwhile, little fucking Ruthie is in the kitchen with um, Simon and Matt Mm -hmm. and Annie and um, sort of, like, plants the seed in Simon's mind, like, like, oh, you know, Mary and Lucy are going to ask, you know, them to set them up or whatever. Well, just out of curiosity, who would you pick for me? Oh, come on. We both know. We do? Well, who is it? Wouldn't you like to know? You know, on second thought, I wouldn't like to know. I wouldn't like to know what? Mom thinks she knows the right woman for Simon. Not only that, she thinks she knows the right person for each of us. <laughs> what idiot asked her? The two idiots, Lucy and Mary. They want Mom and Dad to find them someone to love. Well, where'd they get a crazy idea like that? Where do they get any of their nutty ideas? You know, you all think that your dating lives are so complicated. But from my perspective, it's perfectly obvious who you should be going out with. I don't care how obvious it is. Do me a favor. Don't tell me. I don't want to know. Ignorance is bliss. Besides, I think it's important to date other people before we find the person we want to marry. Otherwise, how will we know it's the right person if we haven't dated the wrong person? Don't you think you've already dated plenty of the wrong persons? And you... Come on, Mom, you're dying to tell them who the right women are. Hit them with it. They can take it. My lips She's are the sealed. Worst. Unless asked. I'm asking. Tell me. I can keep it to myself. No, you can't. Fine. Don't tell me. I don't need to know. They need to know. <laughs> with any luck, I can clear out the whole house with one clean sweep. <laughs> Dude. Dude. This bitch. I know. Where, I mean, what? Like, can you imagine being that conniving at 11? Dude, no way. Like, good luck with the rest of the world when she goes out into it. Well, that's what happens when you have, like, well, how many kids were they before? Five. Four. Four? She's the fifth. Yeah, okay, so four kids. Yeah, of course she's going to be smart. She's going to notice all this shit. I mean, but but it's not like they're modeling this behavior. No. Where does she like? Where is she getting these cockamamie ideas? I don't know. Where do they get these nutty ideas? <laughs> oh, I don't know, you little tw- little twerp. Seriously, yeah. uh, Ruthie, Ruthie, Ruthie. <laughs> but okay, okay. Who yeah. do you think it would be for Simon though, Dina? Oh fuck! Obviously, right? 
<laughs> that's that's all I can think about for him. I can't even imagine him with anyone else. Okay, I was just curious until until we meet that person, obviously. But like, yeah, I mean, like right now from his history. You mean Ashley Simpson? No, okay. oh, fuck, I don't know, man. <laughs> fuck, I know nothing. Um, it is interesting too that like what Annie is saying that she knows exactly who they should all be with or whatever is by the end of the episode, I realized what she meant by that, which was that it's not like she knows, like, like it's not like she's read them so well that she understands who they should be with. She's, she's talking about like in their dating history, she knows which of those people. Yeah. She like they should each be with, which is a limited pool. I mean, let's be real. Like Simon's had what two girlfriends in yeah. his life. Matt has arguably had more dates and stuff, but he's never yeah. even really had more girlfriends. He's had Heather and Cheryl and Shauna. Yeah, fuck. Remember Shauna? Yeah. Damn, she was good. I know. Uh, okay. That's who he should be with. By the way, is Shauna hundred percent? I think so. Hundred percent. I think so. Um. And then Lucy's been with, uh, well, yeah, no, Lucy's been with several people. <laughs> yeah. Of course, her her fatal flaw is, like, they're her boyfriend immediately. So, like, you know, she gets way too serious way too fast or whatever. It's very true. Oh. And then Mary's really only had, like, Wilson and Robbie. He ran her over. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I lost it. Well, do you want to get to the end then? I mean... Well, okay, I do want to play this clip because it's funny. Okay. So so Mary and uh, Lucy strike out with Eric or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then they come home where Annie's there. And Annie's just, ha- just had this conversation with Simon and Matt. And so they come in and they're like, please, 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 like, set us up or whatever. We still need help. Please. <gasps> please. Help us. I'm not promising anything. I'm getting married in the morning. Ding dong, the bells are gonna chime. Kill so me now. Fix them up? Fucking kill me now. I, it's. I'm gonna get. Oh no! No no no! Like no 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 you no! You guys are twelve. Yeah. Like okay, they're not. But like Lucy's eighteen, and Mary's twenty. Like, yeah. can you just relax? I know. What the fuck is your rush, dude? Can you, like, maybe start thinking about that once you hit 30? Like, maybe. I'm not saying start thinking about having kids when you're 30, but, like, you guys are talking about getting married. You haven't even been set up yet. Yeah. Like, relax. It's all too much. They are too much. They are are too much. And I would argue this. If Ruthie had not planted that seed in their heads at the beginning, mm-hmm. would they even be having these conversations with their parents? Like, are they really at a state in their lives where they're like so desperate to get married that this is like coming from a real place? Yeah. I wish they would have explored that, frankly. Like, they never even question it. Like, the like Ruthie plants the seed. They get all excited about it. And then at the end of the episode... Um, well, fuck, I, we just got to play it because it's it. just too good. So what is it you're looking for? What is it you're looking for? A nice guy. A nice guy. And good looking. And good looking. And tall. And tall. And smart. And smart. He should have dark hair. Blonde hair. And dark eyes. And blue eyes. And he should love children. And he should be from a big family because I love the idea of having a big family. I'd prefer an only child because this is my family and it's already so big. And I would want him to make this his family instead of the other way around. I'm not going to leave my family and cling to his. It's important that I like his family because, you know, it'll be my family since I'll leave mine and cling to his. He can't be a picky eater. I hate that. He has to watch what he eats. I want him to go to college, but it's not that important to me. He should go to college. That's important. And I want someone I would never cheat on. And he would never cheat on me. Ever. And I would never cheat on him. That's a fucking huge laundry list of shit, man. (laughs) Uh, uh, Okay. Well, especially because a lot of those qualities are like anyone. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like it doesn't narrow it down at all. Yeah. He has to have blonde hair, blue eyes. 
dark hair, dark eyes. <laughs> like, okay, you're just talking about Robbie my f- and cling to my family. Like, oh. My favorite is when Lucy's like, and of course he has to have a big family because of course I'm going to leave him, or like leave mine and yeah. his will become my family. <laughs> I lost my shit there. I was like, oh, is that what's going to happen? And like, and she's saying that straight faced to her father. It's like, what are you saying? You know, because I'm going to say bye and go. (laughs) And I'm sure Eric's like, oh, certainly. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? He's like, let me trade in a kid. Dumb. Um, so then finally at the end of the episode, Eric and Annie, um, are going over their, their notes and Mm -hmm. their, and their draft picks, if you will. I think both girls have a pretty good idea now about what they're looking for. Robbie. Yeah, but we have other ideas, right? Right. Okay, well, why don't we start with Lucy? Okay. Robbie's brother. Close to Robbie, but not Robbie. Which brother? The one she made out with at the promenade or the one from the living room? The living room. Why the living room one? She's very attracted to him, and he's successful. At? He's in a band. Don't you ever talk to Robbie? Shouldn't we be thinking outside the Palmer family. Okay, how about... He enlisted. Rod enlisted? In whose army? Ours. Oh, Marines. Semper Fi. Uh, Rod? Yeah, gave up his hair. (laughs) All right. No. Why not? Mike's seeing someone. Who? A girl. All I know is she's not our daughter. Oh, I love that kid. Oh, come on. He wasn't even your first choice. I was saving him. Oh, uh uh-huh. Saving him, right. (laughs) Well, let's see your choices. Who did you pick for Mary? He ran over her. (laughs) Oh, right. He said he was sorry. Who's that? You know, uh, from church. He's married. You married him. Oh. The fireman from Buffalo? (laughs) We don't know anything about the fireman from Buffalo. We don't even know his name. We know he's a good kisser. And oh my a farm. God, disgusting. Did you even try to come up with any real Ew. candidates? No. Hey, why not Wilson? Why can't you just go back with Wilson? No, no Wilson. Is that it? Is that your list? What made you think this would be easy? Because it's not only not easy, it's impossible. It's not impossible. It- okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you're just picking from the dating pool that they were in. That's like, what I'm saying. You know, and, and he's all, why can't she just go back with Wilson? Like, like, like he was the best choice for her. Really? And why would you want that for her? Exactly. Why would you want that for her? Like this whole thing is so dumb. Yeah. Like, it, and exactly the point you made earlier. It's like, what was the point of any of this? Yeah. Any of it. So dumb. Although, arguably the best pick that either of them made for either Mary or Lucy is the firefighter from Buffalo. Like, you know, cause he's like fresh blood or fresh meat or whatever. Yeah. And like, and I mean, clearly they've got chemistry, I guess. But the fact that Eric's like, he's a good kisser. I'm just like, ew, that's your daughter. You weirdo. Yeah. Like who says that? Uh, yes. creepy. Mm-hmm, very much. I can't. It's just... I think we're done with this storyline, right? Oh, man. (laughs) Never. I do want a special or honorable mention to um, Matt and Simon's hilarious plan to meet girls. Oh, dude. I mean, sure, Joy's pretty, but... Yeah, she is pretty and and nice. Yeah. The way she sings... Oh, yeah, and the way she moves when she sings. <laughs> we need to find girlfriends fast. Good ones. I mean, how are we going to do that? We can't go to mom, not after we laughed at her. We're on our own. We're going to have to just come up with a plan. Right, a plan. First, we should figure out what we're looking for. What qualities we want. Uh, attractive. Responsible. Yeah, good girls, family-oriented. But what attracts good girls that are family-oriented? Families. Kids. Twins. (laughs) Simon's laugh. I know. (laughs) It should have been puppies, bro. Take happy. Idiots. And then I love that those two girls they meet when they do take Sam and David out in the cold in the Mm -hmm. middle of the night is like, you guys should be ashamed of yourselves. Take those little boys home. (laughs) 
exactly what they needed. Such idiots. Uh, Don't I'm talk s- about Joy like that. Ew. So ew. The way she moves when she sings. <laughs> like, ew. Ew. Why are you watching her? I know. And how, how well, have they I mean, seen her? Like, where have they been to where she's like singing and dancing and they're watching her? That one episode in the living room. <laughs> Matt, Simon wasn't there? No. Or was he? I have no idea. He must have. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Seriously. Um, I'm trying to remember if there's anything else that happens besides Ruthie the, being a shit, you know. Yeah. But yeah, nothing really besides that and then the Robbie Joy thing, right? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. So, Robbie and Joy. Oh. They're arguing. Yeah. They have a hilarious fight on the phone. But I need you today. Just today. I think you're being totally selfish here. I've been with you every day since we met. I can't just play any time I want. I have two jobs. I work part-time at the grocery store and every day after school at the daycare center. And I'm carrying a full course load and it's hard. It's just today. Please. I have very little time in a day. And I've been spending that time with you. And now I have to catch up. Please. Why can't you just say you understand? Why can't you just say you'll play with me today and you'll study tomorrow? It's just today. You're starting to sound like a spoiled rich kid. You're the one who's only thinking about yourself. You know, I think we better hang up now before this gets any worse. Wow. Mm-hmm. I have two things to say about that. Okay. One is what the fuck do you think play with me today meant? Seriously. Right? Because she's not talking about music. No. What? Who the fuck refers to hanging out with your boyfriend as playing with me? I don't know. What the fuck? That is the grossest verbiage they could have chosen. Are you playing with me today? I don't... Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then two, which is a question, whose side are you on here? Um... Just based on this evidence alone. Robbie. Right? Robbie. He's not being unreasonable. He's not. She's, I wouldn't know, I mean, I don't know if she's being unreasonable, but she's not being understanding. Yeah, she's not being, yeah, she should be understanding. And explain why. I know. Just Just say, or, you know, even if you don't want to say it over the phone or whatever, just be like, I'm having a really hard day today. I could really use you. Yeah. You know, if you could please make the time for me or whatever. Like, not everything has to be this, like, dramatic teenage soap opera. Exactly. Like, they're both adults at this point. He's, like, 20-something. Yeah. And she must be his-ish age or whatever. Like, you know, it's like, act like it. Yeah, just from this evidence alone, Robbie. Yeah, 100%. Totally. And I would argue that he's never in the wrong, even though she had very good reason to want him to come over or whatever. I know. It's not his fault. Yeah. It's not his fault that she wasn't just telling him why she wanted him to come over. And he had to put his foot down because he had shit to do. Like, I know. that's not his fault. Why am I defending Robbie? <laughs> I've been defending him like yeah. all season. You know, it's all about me. <laughs> At one point in this episode, he said something about like that or whatever. Like, and I was just like, Robbie, can you just enunciate for once in your goddamn life? That family is great at not enunciating. So we, we've established this. Except Lance Bass, he was alright. Um, Robbie's brother. The one. Whatever, whatever the, the fuck one. that was, I can't even remember. The one she met out with on the couch. He's in a band. Successful. Fucking. Did you talk to Robbie? So dumb. Um, so he talks to Eric. He asks for Eric's advice because he's like, she's being unreasonable. And like, maybe, maybe this is just not going to work because she's too rich and too spoiled. And like, I'm never going to be good enough for her. And like, blah, 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 blah. And Eric, a little bit selfishly, tries to get him out of the house. Like, yeah, because I think eric's not wrong though right because he's like he's like why don't you just go over there take a minute or out of your arguably very busy day yeah but clearly this is important to her so why don't you just go over there and talk to her face to face and see why she needs you today of all days or whatever i know and so he's like okay okay so he goes and then it's nighttime somehow yeah <laughs> oh because he had to go to the library first he did say that as he left the house okay 
So then it's nighttime and he's like driving to Joy's house or whatever. And he pulls over because he sees this puppy in the street, like on the sidewalk or whatever. Yeah. He's just like standing there and he pulls over and he sees like the collar and it's got a name and an address mm-hmm. in Arizona. And he's like, oh, my God, you're a long way from home. Like, let's, you know, we'll we'll get you sorted. Yeah. But let me I have to make a stop first. <laughs> So he takes the dog to Joy's house and like leaves it in the car. And I kept waiting for like some car accident to happen the way that they shot that scene of Robbie and the I dog know. in the car. Cause it was these like extreme close ups from like the low angle. Yeah. As if like it's like the dog's point of view looking at Robbie. Mm-hmm. And then Robbie had like the like the upper point of view, like looking down at the dog. And I kept waiting for it to be like, you know, as he's looking at the dog, he's gonna crash into a car and die or something. Like <laughs> I, it was like so like weirdly like a horror movie or something. I know. But that doesn't happen. <laughs> um and he's talking to the dog all about joy and whatever and he like shows him a picture and like the dog barks and it's really cute and then he goes to joy's house and she says something really creepy do you remember what she says when he shows up i can't remember what she says he knocks on the door she answers and she's all like oh i thought i was being so selfish and i thought you were so busy blah blah blah. and he's like well i'm here now okay yeah and then and then her dad calls from inside and she goes, that's my dad. Don't go anywhere. And she like pops back out and she goes, forever. And uh, goes back inside. Like, and I almost lost my mind. <laughs> like, who says that? She's the best girlfriend ever. Oh, my God. It's really solidifying for me. This this feeling that I have that she's just using him. Yeah. Like every little thing that she does like that, where she's like so all in so fast, really makes me doubt her motives or her motivations or whatever. I know. Um, uh, she's just kind of creepy. She's dude. just a weirdo. I don't know. I haven't gotten a good read on her yet because like, we haven't seen much of her, you know? That's true. Um, and then, so then she comes back out and she's all, here's to, like, she brings him a Coke or something. And what does she say? She's like, here's to something i can't even i don't know so then they have this talk this is my brother's birthday my brother joseph he disappeared a couple years ago what do you mean by disappeared he was seven i was helping him give the dog a bath in the front yard joseph and the dog got in the mud i went into the house to get some more towels and when i came out he was gone your brother was gone gone where I don't know. No one knows. Couldn't find him. We looked everywhere. The neighbors helped, the community helped, the news media, but nothing. He was gone. Just like that. It's been two years. The news media. (laughs) You know. You know I'm cracking up silently over here. The news media. Who? What is that? (laughs) Who refers to the news as news media? But it's, it's terrible and hor- like horrifying what happened to her brother. I mean, he was like straight up abducted in the middle yeah. of the day from in front of his house. That's terrible. Yeah. And well, so the way that I cut the clip, like I strategically cut out the constant dog barking. Oh, yeah. Because one, it was kind of annoying and the clip was long enough without it. But um, like in these like long pauses in Joy's story, um, the dog from the street in the car is like barking, barking, barking. And at some point joy, like even like acknowledges it, like, cause she's like pouring her heart out about yeah. her like kidnapped brother and the dog's like barking like an idiot or whatever. And so she like looks over there or whatever. And then at some point her dad comes out mm-hmm. and is like, what's like, whose dog is that? Or whatever. Cause yeah. he heard the dog from inside the house and Robbie's like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. But like, I found him on the street and like, I'm going to take him back to his owners or whatever. But like, I wanted to come here first. And then, and then Robbie's like, I'll just go get him so he doesn't bark anymore or whatever. Yeah. So, and then the dad makes up the stupid excuse of like, I'll go with you. The house is hard enough as it is today or something like whatever. And so they all go to the car together and the dad sees the dog and is like, where did you get this dog? Where did you find this dog? And Robbie's like, I don't know. He was on the street, whatever. He has Arizona collar address on his collar. And the guy's like, this is my son's dog. I lost my shit. I really didn't see it coming. Mm. Did you? Well, 
when I saw the dog in the beginning, whenever he stopped and actually picked uh-huh. him up, I was like, oh, Happy's going to have a friend. Oh, that's all I thought. I mean, I kind of thought so, too. But then as soon as he saw the collar, I was like, well, it's someone's dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the moment the dad comes out, oh, whose dog? Whose dog is this? Mm-hmm. Let me come outside. And I was like, OK, this has to be their dog. Like, it's going to be the dog for sure. But the fact, didn't the caller say Arizona? Yeah, it said Murray and it had an Arizona address on it, but no phone number. That was the key. Mm. Because, well, and but the thing is, too, is like the part of Joy's, I mean, the, like what it all hinges on is the part of Joy's story where she says, I was helping him wash the dog. Yeah. I went in for towels and then both he and the dog were yeah. gone. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that tells you everything you need to know. Exactly. And if, I mean, if they found the dog, whoever, even, even if the person who has, like, even if that's this Arizona person who owns this dog or whatever, isn't the kidnapper, how do they get a hold of the dog from exactly. where it, you know it'll help track down the kid you know kind of thing so so then um so then of course like it, it, it like it you know the dad's like call the police or whatever and um and then robbie calls eric of course <laughs> of course because he solves all problems well um and then Robbie's like, you need to come like right now. And Eric's like, okay, like what's wrong? He's like, nothing's wrong. Like everything, like I'll, you know, S- Sergeant Michaels will meet you, will meet you outside or whatever when you get here, just come. And when Annie's like, what's going on? He's like, well, it's not bad. So it must be good. I'm like, I'm such an idiot. I know. So then he comes out and this is where Sergeant Michaels got I a promotion. Know. He's Detective Michaels now. I know. <laughs> good for him. Um, and so they go inside the house and Robbie catches Eric up. And then they then Eric learns their plan, which is like to return the dog in person as a decoy or whatever. There wasn't any other cops like that could be <laughs> undercover. Swear. Like I it had to be Eric. Sergeant, why can Detective Michaels do it? Seriously. Like, so dumb. It had to be Eric, a neutral person who could bring the, back the dog or whatever. You need to find someone that didn't have like your like pol- crew cut, whatever, that haircut that they all have. Have I you know. noticed this? That's um, true. Yeah, that's true. I guess it would have been a little suspicious. Oh, whatever. Well, I mean, who cares? All He's you, not on all your you fucking to, payroll. Well, but all you need to do is is what Eric did, which is just return the dog and stall long enough to allow what happened to happen. Like, that's all anyone needed to do. Anybody could have, Robbie could have done it. Like, who gives a fuck? Like, it had to be Eric? I know. But, so, that's the plan. So, they drive through the middle of the night. Eric shows up in his minivan with the dog in the morning. Um, and he's, like, waiting in the car for the person or the the homeowner the dog owner to come home and they pull up into their driveway and this little kid comes out with this like blonde woman or whatever yeah who so what what we didn't say was that um uh, not miguel what's joy's dad's name his the actor's name is miguel (laughs) whatever joy's dad had always suspected that the kidnapper was one of his ex-girlfriends because she was jealous because he had promised to marry her but ended up marrying joy's mother instead Mm -hmm. so so then they pull up they come out of the car eric sees the little kid and then like comes out of the car and like runs up like you know goes up to them or whatever in their front yard and like introduces himself like all chill like you know I'm Eric I'm, I'm Reverend Camden um you know we found your dog and Glen Oak or whatever and I wanted to return him and then the dog comes running out of the car yep. and the little boy is like oh my god you know like Murray or whatever the fuck the dog no the name dog's was. actually in the car and he goes towards oh, the that's car right. oh my god you totally are so right he the kid sees the dog in the car like runs up to him yep. and there too I was like oh my god don't get run over by car. I don't know that's what I car. thought too <laughs> I I'm not gonna like, lie it's terrible so he runs up to the thing he like like loves on the dog or whatever and then Joy's dad's in the back seat yeah and he's like Joseph and he's like dad yeah. and they have this whole thing whatever and then the chick on the lawn is like motions to like go towards him and like all these cops come out of the woodwork yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like surround her so sad because like you hear him saying like oh she said you guys didn't want me oh anymore God, and i'm terrible. like terrible what a bitch and then and then as if anybody asked her anything i know she delivers this fucking monologue about joseph should have been my child His father should have married me like he promised he would. 
He doesn't deserve that boy. Joseph was happy with me. And I don't care what happens to me now, what the police or the courts do to me, because it was worth it. I'm not afraid of them. I'm not afraid of anyone. Are you afraid of God? What was worth it about this? Yeah, I, don't I don't even know. understand what your end game was you know, I'm to raise tra- this kid that's not yours as your own. Like, I'm, what's- <laughs> I'm still trying to understand, like, was there an affair that we don't know about? Like, Mary oh, Joy's like, mother? Like, it's still, like, this woman has been holding... Joy is like, how old is she? 18? 19? At 20? least. I would say she's Joseph about Joseph is age. nine? Yeah. How long have you been holding on, woman? Well, but that's the thing, though, is he... So, Joseph is not her kid. I understand that. But, but like, but how long she, ago was this? I know. But she was going to kidnap anyone. You know what I mean? It just happened to be Joseph. But the part that doesn't make any, like, logical sense, and I, it's, it's a flaw in the writing, obviously, of the episode, is like... She's like, it was worth it. What was worth it? Yeah. Was your like was your grand plan to raise some kid that's not yours? In like like raise some kid to spite your ex boyfriend? Like what like what kind of plan is that? Yeah. Like that's not that's not a plan. That's that's nothing. That's crazy. Yeah, legit. And she's all, I'm not afraid of anyone. It was worth it. And then of course Eric has to be all, Are you afraid of God? (laughs) And that's how the episode ends. But I wasn't expecting to see what what I saw at the end of the episode of all the lost kids. Okay. Thank you. I lost my shit. I see. Because I'll tell you what, when I, because I was cutting the clips as I watched the episode, so I I cut that part about how she's like, I was all, it was all worth Mm -hmm. it or whatever. And it, and then it faded out. Yeah. But there was still like 10 minutes left in the, in the show, you know, on the running time thingy. So I was like, what? It's not over? But it was, yeah, because the rest of those ten minutes is like all these. How else. many kids did they list, man? I don't know, like sixty. I don't know, and I remember thinking, I, I, I told myself, I said, look these names up. I did. You did. I went. So I was really curious. So it, it's like this thing that's like it's like this running montage or whatever on the screen of like little kids' faces with yeah. like their name and date of birth and when they were last seen. Some of them were like babies, dude. One of them was like not even a year old yeah. and I lost my fucking mind. And then there was this phone number underneath it that you could call. And a few of them, did you catch, said recovered. recovered yeah. Which I feel like is an update like today. Like mm. I don't I don't think back when this aired in 01, any of those said recovered. I think I think now that it's airing like in syndication or whatever on, yeah. on Amazon Prime, I think they're it's updated. Wow. Because well, because you know what I didn't do is I didn't look up one of the ones that said recovered. But so I did I went to one in I Googled one in hundred lost, which is the phone number, and and then this webpage came up and and I went there and then like it's like a search field. Like you just search names and I searched a couple that who I whose names I remembered from watching the thing and there they were and still missing and it was fucking heartbreaking and I couldn't handle it and like it was terrible. My God so awful i can't believe it like you know you don't hear about this enough like it's, it's true, a you don't. serious real fucking yeah. thing that's still happening every day because i'm sorry our local news is bullshit but i feel i mean i feel like that local news is where you would hear shit like this it's not going to be on cnn you know what i mean i know but you don't hear enough of it because when you go on that website how crazy is that fucking Oh my list? God, it's insane. Like the the only time I've noticed that we get news of this, unfortunately, is when you're driving and you see an mm, amber, amber alert, alert on mm-hmm. the signs. Or when your phone blows up in the middle of the night, yes. you know, or whatever. Yes. Which at least there's that. I'll be honest. Like at least there's something that the city, like yeah. that, that there's like infrastructure to it where like if there's an amber alert out, mm-hmm. like, you know, you're gonna know about it whatever but like it's just it's 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 terrible and i just yeah it's heartbreaking there was those two sisters at the end towards the end yeah like who were like maybe a couple years apart from each Mm -hmm. other both missing on the same day or both last seen on the same day and that was like in the 90s and they're still missing today probably walking home from school anything any of that shit it's terrible truly terrible so 1-800-LOST that's the phone number they have a website you can do all your shit anonymously like do it man this is a big country it's a big world like if you see anyone 
that you think might have been, you know, kidnapped or whatever, just do something about it. No. Terrible. Uh, well, on that note, <laughs> um, so we've kind of been talking about it in recent episodes. Our, well, I'll, I'll, I'll put this on me, my discontent with the rating system. Yeah. So we put it out to Twitter. I put a poll up on Twitter and, yeah. I, and I told everyone, this was a couple days ago, I told everyone that we're going to be recording episode 609 today. Yep. And whatever the poll said to do is what we would do. And the poll says, fuck the ratings. Okay. <laughs> they do want us to do a new rating system, though. Oh. So I think I'm just going to call an audible right here, right now, and say we're giving these episodes a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Okay. Going forward. Oh, damn it. Yeah. And that's why I think I like it, too, because... Yeah. because you know, even if it's like the slightest thing that puts it over the top and that makes it a thumbs up over a thumbs down, then that's what it is. You know what I mean? It would be like the difference between a five and a six, I guess, or whatever, you know? All right, fine. Yeah. So with that, are you giving this episode a thumbs up or a thumbs down? Down. Okay. Yeah. No further elaborations there? No, nope, because right. I think we did enough shit talking. <laughs> the only part that, that was relevant well, the only part that I think that you and I were sad and moved mm-hmm. was what they put at the end. Mm-hmm. And but that's not Which the episode. Nothing to do with the episode. Exactly. Agreed. So, down. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna agree. I'm gonna agree. There's not much happening in this episode. Exactly. You know, there's very little story. There's. It's just whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thumbs down all around. All right. Two thumbs down from Lady J and T. <laughs> Ooh. Maybe we each get two thumbs. You know what? Hear me out. So maybe we each get two thumbs to give and we could give it like one thumb up, one thumb down or Mm -hmm. two thumbs up or two thumbs down. Okay. That, Ooh, that's interesting. That's a nuance. Okay. Okay. So would you give this episode two thumbs down or one thumb down? Two. Okay. <laughs> I'm still saying two. I like it. I like it. Hard line. All yeah. right. Um uh, Yeah, no, me too. Two thumbs down. <laughs> two thumbs, for sure. For sure. Okay. I mean we have to set the standard somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, two thumbs down for the me for me too. All right. Any stray observations or last minute thoughts? Next episode, please. <laughs> all right. Hold your horses. We got a week to go. I know. <laughs> um, all right. So until next time, as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Quick reminder, you can leave us a five-star review of any kind and we will read it. Um, well, I know. I keep, I keep fucking it up. We don't care what kind of review you leave. We'll leave a review it. and we'll read it. And you can follow us at For Heaven's Sake Pod on all the places, or you can send us an email at For Heaven's Sake Show at gmail.com. And until next time, bye. Bye.